Welcome to the Way Fellowship Church of Dallas podcast series. Please enjoy this message by our own senior pastor, Tavares Gardner. That proceeded out of the mouth of God. And so when you begin to quote scripture, you are quoting what God said. Amen. So we're talking about developing a stronghold in God. Now I gave you some, I'm not going to be long tonight at all. Uh, Lord Jesus I gave you some names of Jesus can someone in this audience and someone uh, as I'm looking on my phone begin to give me some of the names of Jesus some of the names of Jesus come on somebody say advocate come on good shepherd anointed one deliverer come on here faithful and true What'd you say? Guardian of soul. Prince of peace. Chief cornerstone. Come on here. He's the heir of all things. He's the good shepherd, Jehovah Rohi. He's the shepherd. He's our shepherd, Jehovah Rohi. He's our shepherd. He's Jehovah Rofi. Come on here. He's the God, our healer. Come on here. And so the names of Jesus. Now I want to give you some names. Uh, the Holy Spirit also has names to describe him. And I hate to say the Holy Spirit, uh, it's almost the equivalent of saying the Tavares Gardner because Holy Spirit is a person. He has a personality. He can be grieved. He can be, come on here, he can be grieved. So if he can be grieved, that means he has feelings. So the Holy Spirit has feeling. He's the third person of the Trinity, of the Godhead. Come on here, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And so Holy Spirit, knowing the true nature of God, the Holy Spirit, let me get, let's go back to our scripture first and let me, so for somebody to crucify me. He just got into teaching and they didn't give no scripture text and all that. Well, if you go on back, you know where I've been coming from. And so I think that's Philippians 4. Four and six. The word of the Lord reads, Philippians 4 and 6, do not fret or have any anxiety about anything about what but in every circumstance and in everything by prayer petition or your bible says supplication which means definite request with thanksgiving continue to make your wants known to god so what is the recipe pray about everything pray petition supplication and what? Thanksgiving. And then what's going to happen in verse 7? What's going to happen after you do those things? And God's peace shall be a garrison around your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let's read on down verse 8. For the, for the rest, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence and is honorable and seemly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome, and gracious, if there are any virtue and excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think and weigh on these things. All right? Practice what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. Paul is telling the church of Philippi. He said, practice what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. And model your way 
of living on it. And the God of peace will be with you. All right. Now let's move to uh, Holy Spirit. Let's talk about Holy Spirit. Uh, knowing the true nature of God, the Holy Spirit or Holy Spirit is faith building as well. He is called, here's some of the adjectives or names of Holy Spirit. He is called Spirit of Truth. Everyone say Spirit of Truth, which is, which is in John chapter 16, verse 13. The Spirit of Life in Romans chapter 8, verse 2. He is called the Spirit of Adoption in Romans chapter 8, verse 15. He is the Spirit of the Living God, 2 Corinthians 3 and 3. I'm going fast. Yes, I know. Holy Spirit of Promise is Ephesians 1 and 13. He's also also called the spirit of grace everybody say the spirit of grace which is Hebrews 10 and 29 spirit of Christ everyone say spirit of Christ first Peter 1 and 11 spirit of Christ first Peter 1 and 11 he's also called the spirit of glory everyone say the spirit of glory first Peter 4 and 14 as we are filled with Holy Spirit, we are giving a heart of praise, thanksgiving, and humility. Let me tell you something. There's nothing like having the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. And let me tell you something. If you will allow him, the Holy Spirit will do everything that he needs to do inside of you if we allow him. He will even check us when we're wrong. He will even check us when we have wrong attitudes. He will even check us. Come on now. I can't hear nobody. He will check us if we allow him, he will begin to correct those areas in our soul. If we allow him, come on, say, if I allow him, if I allow him, if I allow him, he wants to have his way. He just not, he just not want you just to dance and have goosebumps and, and have a good feeling and speak in tongues, but he wants to control every area of our lives. Come on here, somebody. He wants to have full control of our whole lives, our whole minds, our whole soul. He wants to, he wants to feel every part part of us. Amen. Touch, touch somebody and say he wants to fill every part of us. He wants all of us. He doesn't want those. He also wants those parts that we blocked him off from. Come on here. That piece of rejection. That piece of pride. Come on here. He wants every part of us. Come on here. Am I talking to somebody in this room on today? Touch a neighbor said the Holy Ghost wants all parts of us. He wants us to leave no parts out. Hallelujah. He wants every piece of us. gives us a heart of praise and thanksgiving and humility according to Ephesians 5 18 through 21 and the power to be Christ witnesses the Holy Spirit helps us to be who Christ witnesses Acts 1 and 8, we can walk by the Spirit's power and not give in to the fleshly desires or legalism did you hear what I say? The Holy Spirit, come on here, come on here. The Holy, we can walk in the Spirit's power and not operate in the flesh if we allow him. We are also gifted for his service. Everyone say, I'm gifted for his service. 
And I'm brought into unity with other believers in Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And we can overcome fear with power, love, and sound mind. So if I have the Holy Ghost, I have no reason to fear. But that does not mean that fear won't present itself to me. That situations won't present itself to me. But now I have a choice to choose. I have a choice now. Do I stay in fear or do I walk in the spirit of God, the Holy Ghost? Now, as I said, we've been operating under the old system for so long that we are now, I'm teaching us, I'm teaching you and myself how to develop new strongholds in God. We've got to tear down the old strongholds, the old coping mechanism when things don't go our way. Hallelujah. How many know that things will never go our way? Come on here. Things will not always go our way, and that does not mean we got to flip out. Come on here. I'm a living witness. I am, come on, I'm still learning that everything will not go my way. Come on here and that how I come on here how I respond and react to situations lets me know how much I've let Holy Spirit have his way in me even in my emotions everything that we face is an opportunity every crisis is an opportunity every crisis is an opportunity Every crisis is an opportunity. Say that with me. Every crisis is an opportunity. And it lets me know, do I trust God or do I not trust him? It's quiet in this room. And so part of building a stronghold in God is that we have to renew our minds. What do we have to do? You cannot read one scripture and think that that's going to renew your mind. You're going to have to digest this word. You're going to have to stay in the word. You're going to have to memorize scripture just like you can memorize songs just like that. Come on here. You ought to be able to memorize scriptures to help you combat the enemy. And because I've been reading the Bible for so many years, scriptures, scriptures just pop up now. Stories begin to pop up. You know why? Because I've eaten the scroll. And what you eat comes out. Everybody say renew the mind. How do words of scripture renew our minds and transform our lives? The natural man cannot perceive truth, but we have the mind of Christ. So says 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 through 16. On the other hand, the spirit of God will not, oh my God, the spirit of God will not do our thinking for us. The Spirit of God will not do our thinking for us. What did I say? The Spirit of God will not do my thinking for me. Come on, make it personal. The Spirit of God will not do my thinking for me. We must choose. Everyone say, I must choose to believe the truth. And let the word of Christ richly dwell in me. Come on here. According to Colossians 3 and 16. One effective way to do that is by meditating upon the word of God. Everybody say meditate upon the word of God. Come on everybody say meditate upon the word of God. Okay y'all. Alright. You don't feel like I'm getting some pushback. 
Look at Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Now, before these yoga people and all these other folks start taking meditation and started using them for themselves and for their religion, meditate was already in the Bible before all these other religions took place. Come on here. And the devil has used meditation. Come on here. For yoga. Come on here. The devil always takes what's of God and perverts it. This is the Lord talking to Joshua. The Lord said, my, my, verse 2, Moses, my servant, is dead, so now arise, you and all this people, into the land which I am giving you. This is the Lord talking to Joshua. Every place upon which the sole of your feet shall tread, that I have given you as I promised Moses. Verse 4, from the wilderness and this Lebanon to the great river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, Canaan, and to the great Mediterranean Sea on the west shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Verse 6, be strong. This is the Lord talking to a leader. This is the Lord talking to Joshua. Be strong, confident, and of good courage, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only you be strong and very courageous. Come on here. That you may do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left. That you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. But you shall meditate. Meditate on what? The book of the law. Come on. The Pentateuch. Come on. You shall meditate on the word of God. Now in our day, we shall meditate on the word of God. Listen, 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 Linda. But you shall meditate on it day and night. How much should we meditate on the word of God? Day and night. How much have we meditated on other things? Day, noon, night, evening, Sleep, can't sleep because we're meditating on things that really don't matter. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night that you may observe and do according to all that is written. For then, let me tell you something. God did not say. He was going to make Joshua's way promise, promise uh, his way prosperous. God did not say he was going to make Joshua's way promise. Promise, whatever I'm trying to say. <laughs> prosperous, Jesus. Y'all know it's hot, Jesus. He was not going to make Joshua's way prosperous. Got it. Finally got it. Thank you, Jesus. If you are going to be prosperous, somebody said, I'm waiting on God to make me prosperous. And, and uh, uh, you know, uh, no, 
that's not how it works. Because if you read this Bible, this scripture right here, he said, if you meditate on my word and observe to do it, you got to meditate on it, then you got to do it. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. You got to meditate on it, observe, and do it. Did y'all hear that? Meditate on it, observe, and do it to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous. And then you shall deal wisely and have good success. So your prosperity and your success is predicated upon your obedience to God's word and obeying it to the T. It's not, it's, God is not going to drop it down. You have to do the work for your way to be prosperous. But if you're sitting in fear, I can't nobody say nothing, and fear is paralyzing you, you will never be prosperous and you will never be in having success. So you're not waiting on God. God is waiting on you because he's giving you the recipe. You make, your, you make your way prosperous. You get success by observing my word. It's in the word. It's in the word. He told Joshua that. He said, if you do this, this is the result of you doing this. He told him, be very strong, be very courageous. Be very strong, be very courageous. He kept saying that to him. Be very strong, be very courageous, for I am with you. And that's what the Lord is trying to tell us and get through our heads tonight. That be very courageous. Do what I've told you to do. I am with you. Obey me and, I, and you will make your way prosperous because you are meditating upon my word. My word is a lamp. Come on here. My, did, he, did he not say, he said, my word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. And so he's going to illuminate, come on, he's going to give you favor because you're meditating and observing his word. You won't have no room to fear because his word is going to guide you. His Holy Spirit is going to lead and guide you in all truth. So you won't fail. You won't fall. Come on here, Psalms 55 and 12, 22. You won't fall. The righteous won't be moved because I've meditated upon his word and I have no room for fear because the light of the Lord is with me. So you've got to renew your mind that the Lord is with you. Everyone say, the Lord is with me. And you've got to come to grips with that, that whatever situation you are in, the Lord is with you. He's with you. He is with you. Say it with me. Holy Spirit is with me. He's with me. He's with me. He's with me. One of his names, come on here, he's a counselor. He's a comforter. Even in the midst of what we're dealing with, he is a comforter. Y'all know I've given you this illustration before. Uh, 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 on my bed, we have a, we have a, we have a comforter, a bedspread, and, and I, have a, I have a bedspread, I have a blanket, and I have another blanket, and you know, I, I just like to be covered up and because we keep it so cold in the house at night, and so I wrap myself up, and I'm shielded. Come on here. I'm protected from any of the elements and even if anything tries to come against me they can't find me because I'm deep within the covers come on here he's a comforter he wraps me he keeps me shielded come on I'm shielded I'm protected I'm covered come on here he's the Holy Ghost come on say Holy Ghost you are my comforter 
comforter. And he's also my counselor. He's my counselor. He gives me counsel. He gives me good counsel. How to deal with things. Come on here. He gives me, if you're listening, he will give you good counseling. Come on here. He'll give you, come on, if you listen, if you're listening, he'll give you answers to questions that you have. Come on. He'll give you solutions to things. Come on here. You got the genius of God on the inside of you. You have no reason to fear. You have no reason to be in doubt because you have the genius of God on the inside of you. Come on here. You got the fullness of God dwelling on the inside of you. So why should I be fearful? when I got the genius of God I've got the mind of Christ I've got the Holy Spirit on the inside of me so I have no reason to fear or be scared that's why he walks with me the old people say and he talks with me come on here and he tells me that I'm his own come on here come on here he is the Holy Spirit I'm almost done So meditation is a biblical practice. It is a biblical practice. It's a biblical practice. Everybody say a biblical practice. As the following verse reveals, how blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or the ungodly, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he does meditate. Come on here. Day and night, and he shall be, come on here, like a tree firmly planted by streams of water. Come on here. When I meditate on the word of God, the Bible says I'm going to be like a tree. Come on here. Planted by the rivers of water. Y'all know that rivers of water, that's the Holy Ghost in the spirit. And Come on here. By the rivers of water. Come on here. I shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Always getting nourishment always living in the, no matter what season I'm in I'm always thriving because I meditate on his word day and night and I shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of come on I'm planted and that's what the enemy wants to get you to do to uproot yourself come on here come on here. out of your planted state he wants you to get fear and agitation and to make you move out of your planted state and the Holy Ghost ain't told you to move you got up and moved because it got too hot because you can't handle situations come on here and the Holy Spirit is trying to work on the inside of you the old people song a song something on the inside working on the outside oh what a change is in my life. Come on here. Touch your neighbor and say, Holy Ghost, work in me. Holy Ghost, work in me. Come on. Holy Ghost, work in me. This law, he does meditate day and night, and he should be like a tree firmly planted. Everyone say firmly planted by streams of water which yield its fruits, fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. Which yield its fruit in its season. There are seasons, come on here, where trees go dormant. But God is saying spiritually that no matter what season I'm in, 
I'm going to always prosper because I'm planted by the rivers of, come on here. I'm planted, so I don't care. I don't care. Even in this pandemic, come on here, because I'm firmly planted by the rivers of water because I'm obeying his word. I'm still going to prosper even in the pandemic. Come on here. I don't care what y'all got going on. I'm firmly planted and nothing shall touch me because I'm rooted. I'm firmly planted by the rivers of water and I'm meditating on his word on purpose day and night night and I can't be moved by what's going on I'm in peace even in the midst of the circumstance I don't care what the weather is I'm still going to prosper despite the weather I don't care if it's 100 degrees because I'm firmly planted I can withstand the heat because I'm firm my root system is deep which yield its fruit in its season and its leaf do not wither. And in whatever he does. Did y'all hear that? He said, and whatever he does. Whatever he does because he's planted. He prospers. So again, your prosperity is contingent upon you. Not God. This book of the law shall not depart. That is uh, Psalms chapter 1. Verses 1 through 3, the Bible, the, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according. Again, that's Joshua 1 and 8. The main difference between ungodly meditation and biblical meditation is the object of the meditation. Did you hear that? The difference between ungodly meditation and godly meditation is the object. What is the object of your meditation? The blessed man delights in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night, Psalms 1 and 2 again. Uh, all right. And after Paul, Paul exhorts the believers in Philippi, as we just read earlier, uh, to pray instead of worrying. To do what? Pray. Pray instead of. Pray instead of. Pray instead of. Pray instead of. Worrying. And then he adds the powerful words that he said, whatever is true. See, when we worry, you think the lie is true. Paul said, whatever is true, the word is true. The lie, the fear, is a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. I told you, false evidence appearing real. Fear, false evidence appearing real. Faith. God is trying to develop faith. Faith meaning forsaken all, I trust him. Forsaken all. Forsaken that old belief system. I trust him. Jesus. Prayerful meditation followed by obedience connect us with the peace of God. Ooh. And the God of peace. Did you hear that? Prayerful meditation followed by obedience 
prayerful meditation followed by obedience connects us with the peace of God and the God of peace, Jehovah Shalom. It's hard to imagine a more encouraging word to one who has been struggling with fear and anxiety. And I'm telling you, so many people are flaking out. And all you need is to get into the word. Not only get into the word, but observe the word and do the word. So that is, we must consider God's food as a life-giving food. What? We must consider the word of God as a life-giving food. Chewing on it day and night. As much as you go to the refrigerator. Sometimes we go to the refrigerator and we look, we open the refrigerator and we close it and we go somewhere else. We'll come back and we'll open it again as if you thought something was going to pop up in there while you were gone. We've got to make studying the word a day, a habitual habit. It's got to be habitual. You've got to habitually study the word. All right? Everyone say, I got to habitually study the word. And... Uh, as much as we get on Facebook and all these other things, how many times have you clicked on that Bible app on your phone? That's why I asked you. Some of you didn't do it anyway because I saw, I looked at your hours when you got on Facebook when you're supposed to be fasting. Three hours ago. We, we're fasting. One hour ago. The fast wasn't even over. You're not in another state. You're in this time zone. <laughs> All right. So knowing God is the most important part of our belief system. Everybody say knowing God is the most important part of our belief system. Knowing who I am in Christ. Come on, say it with me. And how he perceives me is the second most important part of my belief system. So let's, do no, let's go back to number one. Knowing God is the most important part of my belief system. Knowing who I am in Christ and how he perceives me is the second important part of my belief system. How he perceives me not how others but how does Christ perceive me it's quiet in here first of all you need to know that according to John chapter 1 verse 12 we are his children we were chosen by him Holy and dearly loved, according to Colossians 3 and 12. We have been raised up and seated with Christ so that in the, in the ages to come, God can show us the surpassing riches and of, his, of grace and kindness towards us. In Ephesians chapter 2, 6 through 7, knowing the love of God and who we are in Christ affects, oh my God. Let me say this. 
knowing the love of God and who I am in Christ affects how I live my life. Knowing the love of God and who I am in Christ affects how I live my life. Here's another part, and I'm closing. Um, another part you need to know about building a stronghold of faith in God. Everybody say, a community of faith. Everybody say, a community of faith. Not only must I meditate on the word of God, not only must I know who I am in in God and in Christ, not only must I know the names of God, the names of Jesus and the names of the Holy Spirit, not only must I know that the Holy Spirit is with me, uh, but even in that, no man is a lonely island. Yes, you got the Holy Spirit, you got the Father, Son, uh, the Holy Ghost living on the inside of you, but God has made us to be equipped to have community. There is more to building a stronghold of faith in God uh, than our vertical relationship. He not only wants us to have a vertical relationship, God has provided a great measure of grace and strength through the interpersonal relationships. Have with others and with our brothers and sisters in Christ. We cannot come to know the love of God apart from his body. All I need is God. All I need is the Holy Ghost. No, you need, you need that too, but you need community because you need somebody to check you if you get off. You need somebody to hold you accountable. It's quiet. So that's 1 John 4 and 12. A stronghold of faith develops. Woo. Strong, a stronghold of faith develops its best in community. We need to be in fellowship with other believers for accountability and edification. Everybody say accountability and edification. The Bible says in Hebrews 3, 12, and 13, Take care, brethren, lest there should be any one of you uh, an evil, unbelieving heart and falling away from the living God. But encourage one another day after day as long as it is still called today lest any one of you be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Did you hear what the writer says? We need community to help us not to be deceived. It's necessary for your development. I don't really like people. You still need people to help you develop. He says, 
Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Let us consider how to stimulate one another. You can't, well, Lord, it's hard to stimulate yourself. I'm talking about in the spirit. I'm talking about in the spirit. You know how you do stimulating yourself real good, but I'm talking about in the spirit. Got to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking our own assembling together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another. So when I'm around community, there's encouragement, there's spiritual development. Come on here. There's edification, there's accountability. Come on here. When I'm have when I have a community, when I have a community, now make sure your community. Oh my God. If I'm struggling. people in my community struggling I need to get around some people that's strong and that has that got some some rank come on here but also has been where I've been to understand I need mercy and grace come on here it's quiet you need strong people in your community encouragement last point is a great need for people struggling with fear and anxiety. Neglecting fellowship with other Christians make us, listen to me very clearly, neglecting fellowship with other Christians make us greatly susceptible to having our hearts hardened by sin's deceitfulness. And we are at risk of falling away from the living God. I pray that you have taken good notes. This message will be up for a long time. I pray that I have not taught in vain. I hope my prayers that it didn't just tickle your fancy, but that you will actually do the work, do the steps that I have given you so you can succeed and be prosperous, so you won't be moved, you won't fall, you won't fail, you won't slip, because you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. You have Emmanuel, God with us on the inside of you. Thank you for joining our podcast today. If you would like more information about our ministry or if you would like to sow a seed, visit us at www.twfcdallas.org.